Smartcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. See something really scary? You bet. Music, horror, art, politics, and overall badass. Welcome to Kettle Whistle Radio for real on Society 13 Networks. And now your hosts, David Fairhead and Heather Taddy. Yeah, folks, friends, and fiends. Kettle Whistle Radio. Hello. Hey. What's up? How much? Hanging out in the studio. Heather Taddy, Ms. D. Do you feel bad that you're slighted on the intro? Um, not at all, because I, I know in my heart my, the importance, <laughs> the importance that I play yeah. in this radio program. The role that you play. Um, yes, so we do have Heather Taddy and Dave Farsky from Milwaukee. How long... Nobody really understands the relationship, but he has provided so much music. Great stoner rock, doom metal, death metal grunge, if you will. It's all rock and roll. And Dave Barsky was in the house with Heather, and we had a great time. How cool was he? Oh, he's so cool. It was, it was great to finally meet him. Great musician. Great musician. We, we, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. There's, there, July's been a rough month for a lot of people, um, including my buddy Nelson Piles. Uh, there's been some loss. Um, I lost a really close friend. Um, you know, we'll, we have an episode coming up, uh, later in the month about that. Uh, we will talk about that in thorough, uh, in depth, like you said, in depth. I mean, he would laugh at that. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a rough month, but it's been a good month. It's, it's just the way things happen in life, right? Yes. Up and down? Cycles. Um, alright, so music-wise, things have been interesting. Um, Jane's Addiction. Uh, Failure. Great new band. Yeah, they opened for Jane's Addiction. Dave Barsky introduced us to that and said, go early. Go early, see failure. Wow. Yes, they That's were awesome. Good stuff. Uh, lots of thank yous. Um, last week, well, we can have go. Dwelling in the Dark, my <laughs> second book. I had a book release party at the Tiki Lounge. Michelle Schubert and Todd Porter made it happen. Thank you so much. The Tiki Lounge in on Carson Street in yes. Pittsburgh Southside. Fantastic time. We had so much fun. A lot of people showed up, and I thank you for that because you just made me look better. I've <laughs> <laughs> um, been getting a lot of good music lately, and i, I got to thank this guy here. All right, now I'm looking at this now. Uh, Mutant Press, okay, this is a band, okay, and I am looking at, uh, well, his name's Jerome T. Jerome T. Youngman, and um, he's he, he's like, I am Mutant Press. Basically, they are a punk rock band. Uh, it says here, I want to be profound and relevant and have, to, and have Mutant Press songs on hamburger commercials. Fantastic. I love the goals. Mutant Press was founded in Hollywood in 1990. Also lived and performed in Detroit, Michigan. And for the last six years in Austin, Texas. Hmm, Austin. Mm, we got a Austin connection tonight. Connection. Yes. 
Uh, Austin, Texas, for the past five years, we have had over 15 different players in Mutant Press, but it comes down to Jerome. Jerome T. Youngman. Look him up on Facebook, folks. Mutant Press. This is some great rock and roll. I don't care how you want to look at it. Uh, Misty, any words on that? I just thought it was really fun. Whenever I listened to it, I really liked it a lot. <laughs> had a good vibe. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I understand. Uh, it, it's... I can't believe he's been around this this long. They asked him in the uh, Punk Globe, and you can see this interview, Mutant Press. They, well, they asked him, they're like, uh, what, are, what are your favorite venues to play? He's like, Mexico City! My first performance at the Luke in Detroit, Michigan, Grandi Ballroom. New York City, Ritz. Thank you. Yeah, the Ritz. I can't believe I missed him back then. <laughs> um, and the Mud Club, LA, Hollywood, California is the... Uh, also, it says the Doll Hut and the Limbo Lounge. These are places he played. Now, we're going to get a taste of it, of course. I'm going to play some Mutant Press. We're going to play Pants on Fire. And i I, I got to tell you where to find this guy other than Facebook. But what was your first impression, Misty, when you heard this stuff? Um, like I said, I just thought it was fun. Um, I, don't, I don't know if it's like... Just Come like on. good... I, I, I looked at out. it as good... Just like good punk. Yeah. You know? Old school. Yeah, old school, but good. fun, and um, um, mostly you can find his stuff at uh, cdbaby.com, iTunes, and uh, let's see where else we have, mutantmusicstore.com. Folks, look up Mutant Press, because honestly, since the cheats, I haven't heard good punk rock in a long time. I don't know where you've been. I mean, Same here. Yeah, right. Yeah. But honestly, you know this is good stuff. I'm going to kick you out of the studio if you keep it up. But we also are playing, we're featuring another act tonight. And we've had some changing in the guard um, lately with our um, intros, outros, music, and mostly just, I don't know, I like to feature new people all the time. But we, uh, friends of ours, um, also from Austin, well, he said he played in Austin, but they are actually in Austin now. Erica Timko, who used to be Erica, I <laughs> did again. <laughs> it's Dave and Erica. Askew, yeah, tunage, yes. They are Yard Panther. You're going to be hearing some of that later on today, and I want to thank them for the music. Um, what songs did we decide on? Or, or you know what? You should read, oh, bio. Here, read the bio. Read here, the bio. Here's the bio. Uh, formed in the spring of 2014, Yard Panther consists of husband and wife David and Erica Askew, not Tim Co, like you said, Bonehead, as well as a little help from. The one and only Jessica Timko. Influences range from 70s hard rock to grunge to link rock and a list of artists a mile long. Their first album, tentatively titled Allegro Luger, is expected in late 2015. Shows in Austin, Texas are to be announced. In the meantime, stay posted on Twitter at Yard Panther or on Instagram, Yard underscore Panther. As always, Yard Panther encourages to shake your pants. <laughs> nice. Pants, see? Another know. link. How about that? Pants on fire, shake your pants. Um, wow. There's I, I got to tell you, go ahead. Just a lot of pantaloon shaking going on tonight. <laughs> that, the fact that um, they, they um, well, Erica was um, inspired by, you know, I could you know, I feel like a douchebag talking about my own stuff, so go ahead. <laughs> what, what do you mean? El, they wrote, El Duche? They, they, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, some of the songs were inspired by your the short stories in David's Dwelling in the Dark uh, compilation. You're probably going to hear Lab and Breaks, which is um, inspired by the story Ribbons in Dwelling in the Dark. Ugh, that story that you know what that's that is the one story that just skeeved me out general idea yes. Clive Barker fans <laughs> unite Skeevy. totally inspired by Clive Barker but dude I took that and ran with it so. yes you did I hope I hope I hope um, but yeah well, lots of thanks to to Ken Lex yes let's Ken. talk about Ken Lex my buddy from college okay who did the artwork for the backdrop at the book signing yes um, awesome just and just continues to be an inspiration. Uh, he was he's the dude I did my first comic book with. John Towers, yes, I know. We did WZWA. But first was Du Bois. Du Bois. And that was oh god, nineteen ninety. Craziness. <laughs> Craziness. 
But yeah, Ken Lex, thank you so much for your um, your artwork and definitely your inspiration. You keep me going. That's the reason why we do these things. Yeah, and you have a lot of people that came out and supported you for the book signing uh, at the Tiki. Carrie Hill, Jess Paul, um, uh, Christine Starkey, Carrie Jubilee. The list goes on. Help me out here, Becky Rumfeld. Help me out here. Uh, oh, <laughs> uh, you actually want my help. Yeah, Jaeger shots Greg, for two bucks, Greg, folks. Greg so. Wigley. Uh, Jaeger shots Chris for two Hall, bucks. Give me a Dave pass. Dave Gardaki. Chrissy Sol. Oh. Chrissy. Uh, Chrissy Christine Myers. <laughs> and James well, Myers. Yeah. 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 Lots of folks. Thank you so much. It was, oh yeah, my, my dad showed. That was cool. Donna Dederbeck, Audra Clayton, and JP. Thank you so much. And um, uh, uh, heartfelt thanks to Elsa Fransman for not punching me in the face and not doing a book <laughs> signing at her bar this time. <laughs> I think she should punch you anyways, yeah. big old dork, you. Yeah, she loves me. All right. <laughs> so what do you think? We're going to play some... Uh, I don't know. Something that gets our sh- pants shaken. Mutant Press, folks. <laughs> Adventures, Miss Heather. Um, you saw Faith No More. Oh, I did. I drove to New York City to see Faith No More. It was Lucky. amazing. Uh, it was right up front, and I got thrown around a lot. I bet People you did. The crowd surfed over me, and I could not move my hands to protect myself. So that was a little intense, but it, it was. I mean, I knew it would be amazing, and it I, was. I wondered about that with good. you. I told Denise. I, I, I told my Miss D, here we go again, I did it again. Um, I told Miss D that, you know what, Heather likes to get there early and show up in the front. Yeah. And New York crowds, it's a little bit of a different thing. It's, it could be a long night. It could be dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> and Faith No More is a big comeback band, especially in New York. They, they were so uh, huge in New York City. Yeah. They, so, I mean, they played there two nights and it sold out. Were you like... Plus three nights Webster Hall sold out, right? I think it was two, the 13th and 14th of okay. May, yeah. So were you like in an egg beater the whole time, just getting... I mean, I was and... one of the only girl. There were a couple girls in front of me at the bar, like at the front part, but... Um, yeah, I mean, I was just a girl look, standing there with a Mr. Bungle shirt and... Hey. Getting thrown around, but I mean, it was it was amazing. No. Oh, what did they open up they with? They played Surprise Your Dead. They didn't open up oh. with They opened up with Motherfucker. They... Yeah, nice. and they played Land of Sunshine second. I've never heard you say that um, word. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right? I feel awkward saying it. Sorry. I got arrested once during the Surprise You're Dead. It's <laughs> a long story. Good story. Yeah, good one. Um, I saw the Violent Femmes, which was huge for me because the Violent Femmes are literally the first band I ever remember hearing as a child. Um, your, your older brother. Yeah. And it was a tease because they only played for 45 minutes and they opened up for the Baron Angus But uh, That's funny, but a lot of their songs were only two minutes long, so they probably right. packed yeah, in. Yeah, they right. did play a lot. Um, but no, that was that was pretty amazing. I saw the Melvins, which kind of changed my life a little bit. It should have. Yeah, so heavy. Dave, the um, uh, Melvins, you've seen them more oh, than a few times? Oh, yeah. I saw them once. Pinkus, Pinkus from Honky and uh, Butthole Surfers, fame. Yeah, now he playing was playing bass, bass with them, yeah. so that was... That's, that's, that's awesome. Right. That was incredible. Out, out on the road with them. 
Tight so. bass too. That, oh, that's great. He's man. amazing. I'm very jealous. Faith very jealous. He's a great guy. Now, what, what was had the back? What was the opening act for Faith No More? Lay Butcherettes. Okay, and awesome. you said yeah, 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 meets PJ I, Harvey. I don't know how to, like I guess yeah, 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 and PJ Harvey maybe their lead singer. Um, her name's Terry Genderbender. I actually met her and she was really sweet. They're from mm. Mexico, but um, she's just cr- like insane. What's she insane? Plays, play, she plays insane. keyboard and she's she um she plays guitar, but she just goes into the audience and like. Like smacks the cymbals with like things. I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain it. She like takes off her high heel and licks it. Like hmm. she's just like it's a good show just to see her. Like, Not they're, recommended. They're, t- they're really talented. <laughs> I wouldn't um, recommend that with the sludge on those floors, man. <laughs> mm. But their stuff's really good. Um, I saw the Meat Puppets, which that was my second time seeing them. Yeah, I forgot about that. Jeez. The drummer put me on their guest list, so the next time they come to town, I'm yeah. I had a conversation with him. He was really cool. Original drummer? No. 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 Okay, so you had, what, the two brothers? Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah Chris and Kirk. And who Kirk. else? The lead, lead um, Kirk, Kirk. Kirk's son, um, He's plays guitar. Yeah. yeah. You saw him in, like, a really small cool. place, too, Jack? Not Jack's. No, um, I saw him in Club Cafe. Right, Club um, Cafe, yeah. A couple years ago, and then they played, um, I saw them at Altar Bar. Playing small, smaller clubs when they came to Milwaukee, they played Cactus Club, which is an institution in Milwaukee. Yeah. So, just to see them there in such a small venue, what have you, such close quarters is just kind of weird, but it's refreshing. So you're another Meat Puppets fan? Definitely. Really? Yeah. And what else have you seen recently? Sounds like you see oh, a lot. Uh, yeah, it gets old after a while. No, but um, it was exhausting when yeah, you sitting out there talking about all the bands and yeah. oh my god, I'm like wow. Um, honestly, there, I've just just been busy just trying to keep Flying Medusa up and running and right. keep everybody in check, so to speak. So, Flying yeah, it's Medusa, been, it's it's been kind of a it's been been a hassle, but it's fun, and that's that's part of the game. So. Flying Medusa is more stoner rock, would you call it, yeah, or heavier? I would say it's just heavier. It's not doom by it's any not, means. It's I not always say doom. Doom. Yeah. doom. No. no, it's just... Heather it's likes just doom. Heavy. You like I behemoth. Like, I just like the word doom. She know. saw behemoth. You saw behemoth. I right? did, oh, yeah. yeah. It's one of those like floor-dropping oh, yeah. bands. It's like, jeez. Yep. I can't believe you went to that one. Yeah. Incredibly heavy. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> behemoth. Oh, yeah. Um Let's see. Now, the, I, I can't even rem- like. Well, the Melvins was last year. I want to say they came. I'm just glad to see them still valid and still oh, yeah. around. You know, it, that, they could have disappeared with all those grunge bands back then. Easily, and they they never stopped. They never stopped. Although oh. I, I have a funny Melvin story though. I, they were on Ozfest for a while, second stage. Of course. And um, <laughs> well, they never did get to play. Um, Boz was there, and his hair was bigger than ever. You know, total you know troll hair at that point. Still like and, that. Yeah, still, still like that. It. Well, they had problems with their road crew or their sound system, and they couldn't play. And all all we saw was standing on the hill looking at the second stage was Buzz Osborne putting his hands in the air like I don't know what to do I don't know what to do <laughs> and he's shaking his head he was shaking his head he was so disappointed that he was disappointing the fans they just could not plug in and get started it was the craziest thing so I didn't get to really see the Melvins <laughs> I saw Buzz <laughs> blow everything out yeah, yeah I, that's red. probably I mean, that's they're probably right. one of the best bands they probably I've did blow seen. everything out the night before yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean that's, that's yeah. oh, they, nothing uh, new I love them though um well, let's see. You you got more. I know. Oh, oh, this week I'm going to see Mud Honey. I'm going to see Jane's Addiction twice. Yeah, well, I'm going to go see them too. Not twice. Maybe. And what else am I going to see? Actually, you're kind of talking us into going to Columbus. Yeah, you should go. Yeah. Neurosis in um, August. I'm going to go see them in Philly mm-hmm. with Requiem Dave. We're going to go. And the Worms. Neurosis, yeah. Yeah. All right, so Worms. Back to that again. When's your next show? August 6th at the Brillo Box in Lawrenceville. Okay, cool place good yeah. venue um i think the sound there's pretty good from what i understand yeah i've seen a couple bands there and it, it was pretty good it's like upstairs so yeah i'm excited right. we're practicing right now and working on a new song when we can practice our schedules are still really hectic until we get to like a solid starting point for practice you know but so you see you see an album coming out at some point like a full length oh yeah someday it better be yeah, <laughs> yeah someday get people waiting for you <laughs> right. yeah, I, I, there was something funny on Facebook like a long time ago I, one of your friends Heather actually said what's wrong with you you're stuck in the 90s oh yeah <laughs> I hear like, that every yeah. day of my life well, I can't help it damn good music I mean yeah. that's all there is to it I mean I, what decade would you pick Dave that you could get it stuck is- in not the 2000s oh, is, no, I, don't, I just no. don't feel it I don't feel that either <laughs> I feel the 90s as well I mean late 80s early 90s where everything was just, I don't know, well, maybe mid-80s through mid-90s. Yeah. yeah. That would be my 
Yeah, when the glam stuff kind of ended, it had to end. Exactly. I mean, there were some good, good glam bands. I got to hand it to I'm not going to put them all down. But, you no. know, the, the, yeah, the transition into grunge was perfect. I mean, you, you had metal and punk blending together. And that's, what to me, what grunge is. Maybe not to most people. Right. But we were talking about missing bands, too, along the way, like Jesus, Jesus Lizard and, yeah, and, and Jesus, Jesus and Mary Chain. Jesus and Mary Chain. Too many Jesuses. Like, too many Jesuses. <laughs> I mean, they get overlooked because they're from Scotland, you know, as opposed to they weren't, they didn't come out of the Seattle area or, you know. The West yeah. Pacific Northwest. So, I mean, they get they get overlooked, unfortunately. How but about you, Heather? Did you overlook them, or? Yeah, I, I honestly don't know. Your brother probably wasn't. Yeah, psycho- my brother wasn't into them. So psycho I candy. I mean, the Melvins. That's that's it, right there. Period. That's all you need in life. That's all you need. <laughs> Dave's got this whole other side to him too. I, I don't want to call it. It's not hip hop, but really good rap music, trance. Well, what do you it, want to call it? Uh, it's, it, it's just heavy hip. I mean, heavy I, hip-hop. I, it's, I, I, I don't even know how to really. Well, you introduced me something. I mean, well, yeah, that Run the Jewels 2, which is LP from Company Flow, and Killer Mike, who everybody pretty much knows Killer Mike. I mean, done stuff with Outkast. I mean, he's just... Outkast, yeah. He's been all over the place. But that Run the Jewels 2 is one of the best things I've heard in a long, long time. See, that's what I like about Dave, and Heather, of course, introduced me to Dave, is you're collecting this. You're open to so many different things, and that's, yeah. that's so cool. I mean, you don't even like a lot of stuff he listens to, I don't think, or do you? Or I, I can't she, get into the rap. Yeah. Yeah, well, but I mean, I can appreciate some, like the heavy stuff you're playing me. Like, I can definitely pick out parts that I really appreciate. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, mean, oh, I know it, what you mean. It's, it's more electronic, like L- the way LP puts his, you know, constructs his, um, well, there's his beats and his song structure and stuff like that. It's just, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's like Blade Runner meets, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, like Vangelis, <laughs> or Vangelis, however you want to pronounce it. Um, yeah, meets, it's just crazy. I mean, just, just a, just, a psycho mind, you know what I mean? Like, so, do you want to get into like producing bands like that yourself? Is oh, that your I'd thing? Love, I'd love to be able to do that. It's like at some juncture. What would you Definitely. like? What would what would it sound like if you were in charge? I'm sure you got ideas. <laughs> Heavy. Would you would you would you uh, lay it down real bass and guitar riffs, not taking over the beat, but you know, like Gorillas uses guitars. Sure. You know, I you, mean, using yeah, I mean, like definitely base it off of something. A, a, a real instrument as opposed mm. to triggering MIDI, like we were talking about earlier, and stuff <laughs> like that. Like, you know, but yeah. that definitely takes some some skill and MIDI time programming. And yeah, it's a lot. Of, it's very time consuming. Look at a band like Godflesh. Exactly. Their, their drummer was a was a machine, and those two, Justin Broderick and I forget the other guy's name, but they just heaviest some of the heaviest shit I've ever heard in my life. Exactly. I mean, and they did use a real drummer at times for live shows, and yep. they they only became a powerhouse at that point. And but I'm, also everything was triggered at the same time, you yeah. know, and he was hitting different pads and whatnot. Right. And that's all MIDI, you know. Correct. Programs. Yes. So yes. No stranger to that. I'm going to go see them in Ultra Bar. God's flesh. Oh. I don't know if I can uh, drag. Requiem. Yeah, Dave's going. Insane. Dave's going. Yeah, he I, loves them. We can't drag you to that so one, can we? You, I, you might. I should go. When is it? It's uh, uh, September 25th. Yeah. I think it's a Tuesday. Why not? It's... um. Right, I mean, she should. Yeah, uh, if yeah. you like neurosis, yeah. I don't know what. Yeah, I mean, okay. You're never gonna hear beats like that in a metal band, and speaks I, for itself. Yeah, I mean, the beats are incredible, and it's just like, and it's heavy as hell. It's just, and you like, you don't mind the yelling. They're more, more guttural. Yeah, it's not annoying death metal. No. It's um, yeah. just like kind of ministry-ish. Yeah, but Justin has a weird eclectic voice. I've never can't compare him to anything. I hear he's very fan friendly. Like I could hook him up yeah. on and get him up on here. I don't know. I'm gonna try that at some point. You it's ever listen to? Je- Did you like Jezu, his other project? Oh Je- yeah, Jezu was one of. Uh, I know. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Dave is the official. There's nothing that passes this man. Yeah, he's <laughs> introduced me to a lot of stuff. So yeah. What's a favorite of yours that he introduced you to? Um. Flying Medusa is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, Flying Medusa. Yes. Uh. I don't know. You let me listen to a lot of Spoon, and I, that's just a band I didn't even know about. Right, really. I did. So I like, I, I do like really they're appreciate good. that. I, I, they're worth going back and listening to. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I, the few things I did here, I liked. So um, going back to Telefono and Mountain of Sound and those old EPs. God, how much you like that? That it's just you can't. I mean, granted, it's got a lot of Pixies influence to it, yeah. and it's not, it's got, but it's got such a unique sound. It's got like that that noise pop sound that you just, you, it's it's just hard to find, but it's delightful to listen to. It's really refreshing these that days. Mini so. Mansions? Is oh, that, the new yeah. Mini Mansions, yeah. As I well. like that. It's Mikey, Mikey from Queens, Queens of the Stone Age. Really? Um, they're just on tour with Royal Blood, um, supporting oh, them. Good and, band. Yeah, Royal Blood's great. I love them. Yeah, they're fantastic. Heather, no? 
Yeah, what I've heard, I've liked. Yeah, I have. I bought these. Yeah, two piece for a two piece. I mean, they're they're yeah. phenomenal. They've been on. Um, they were on that show, Jules Holland. Yeah, um, over Later, in BBC. Was, yeah. yeah, I love that because it's like seven bands, all different from each other, and they got on there and they just kicked major. Oh, they were right. on there with Metallica, I think. Yeah. But yeah, and I think they're doing. They're supporting Foo Fighters on the Foo their, Fighters their tour. <laughs> so the Foo's. All right, Heather. I know you got more tales. Um. I don't know. Just, just think about Mud Honey and James Addiction. Uh, yeah, right yeah. Now. I can't believe I'm seeing Mud Honey. I never thought I'd ever see them. Oh, man. Didn't you just see They're them? They're so overlooked. No, I've never seen Mud Honey. Oh, you did just see them. No, oh, I saw oh. the meat puppets. Touch me. I'm sick. Yeah. Like, Mud Honey influenced every. Like, I don't Everybody. know. That was just like the forgotten band of the Pacific Northwest that people just didn't True. even know about, but they True. rule. Who crossed over from Mud Honey? Didn't somebody. Um, Go and join either per- not Pearl Jam, but one of the other bands. Um, um yeah, I can't. Remember I know there was all there's so much going on. They all played together. Yeah, I mean they were point. they formed from Green River. Well, yeah. let me. This is a generational thing. I don't know where Dave is with this either. But um, how do you feel about Hart being uh, n- uh, notable in the Seattle scene, who started in the '70s, and all these bands, including Alice in Chains and and uh, you know Soundgarden, looked up to Nan- Anne and Nancy Wilson. As a powerhouse in rock, I I feel they earned their spot. Yeah, Definitely, I don't know. That's an understatement. It's heart. I, I mean, it's I don't like, know. Yeah, they're awesome. I, don't yeah. know, I didn't know her to be a fan. That's, yeah, that's I like, like her. The sword, like yeah, paying homage to ZZ Top almost, right? Just because of the Texas roots and ministry. All that stuff. Al Jorgensen loves ZZ Top. Yeah, too. ZZ yeah. Top. I mean, just listening to going back to Trace Ombres is like that's still <laughs> like in my you know cassette. In the car, like cassette, still rocking. You know, waiting for the bus, going into muddy waters. Jesus just left Chicago. You know, it's like <laughs> you can't, you can't beat that. You know, like, I love the the purity. Of I it wish all. I could oh, sing like them. Yeah, you oh. probably can. You just didn't belt it out yet. Try to understand. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. All right, we're gonna take, take a break right now. I don't know what we're gonna play just yet because we're waiting for the rights for a couple of songs. So, but I know it's gonna be good. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Dave just blew my <laughs> blew me out of the water. Really. <laughs> like I said, all the best conversations are off the air, no matter what show it is. Um, I don't know where to begin with that one, Dave. Go ahead. Uh, all right. Well, so you're saying that your mom dated somebody? <laughs> yeah, my mom dated somebody kind of famous. Um, <laughs> if you if you have Netflix, it's a very popular documentary right yeah, now. Yeah, it is. Um, well, it's how- kind of a gross story. Um, is it though? That my mom doesn't. Grasp all of this. Well, this kind of she got out at the right it. time. I, so. Yeah, it, it, definitely. <laughs> and then you know, having to say who the person was that. Well, obviously it wasn't Gigi uh, Allen. It wasn't Gigi Allen. It wasn't El Duce. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! It wasn't beautiful Bert. Um, however, however, um, yeah, back in the '60s, late '60s, my mom um, was having a conversation with her. I want to say I was in my late mid to late twenties, randomly, just helping her out um and yeah she'd mentioned that she had um, <laughs> he's having a hard time with yeah, this. This, is, this, is, this is comedy 
Uh, <laughs> she mentioned that she was dating someone and getting rather serious with the person, and uh, but she couldn't remember. He was a drummer. That's, that's what she meant. He was a drummer, and he was really good, and the, the band was getting pretty big and and whatnot. And I was like, well, what was his name? She was like, I can't remember what his name was, but I know it was a, it was a woman's name. It's so odd. And I was like, okay. <laughs> This isn't helping me very much. And then I was like, drummer, woman's name, hmm. She's like, like, well, Ginger? And she was like, that's it, Ginger. That's it. And I was like, okay. I, and I, so I just let her go on with the story. Not Ginger Fish. Not Ginger Fish, no. And um, so she she's went on to tell me that, um, yeah, they had met in some club or whatnot. You know, God knows how they met. And, um, <laughs> San Francisco Bay Area at the time. And, um, yeah, apparently she dated Ginger Baker for a bit and didn't even know it was Ginger Baker and had wow. no idea it was cream. Wow. And, uh, yeah, Eric Clapton was kind enough to <laughs> not want to take her on tour because she was a woman and you can go ahead and, you know, the rest is kind of, uh, <laughs> Sexist. Women have, yeah, yeah, that's the best way to put it, sexist. <laughs> oh, Every 28 man. days, something happens, so. And they didn't want to deal, deal, deal with something like that oh, on the wow. road. Nice. Backup singer. So, that's why Cream had no backup singer. <laughs> so your mom could have been in Cream. Mom could have been in Cream. <laughs> she could have been in the white room. <laughs> the white room, yeah. White room. Could have been the sunshine of, sunshine of someone's yeah. love. I mean, what's going on here? <laughs> oh my god! White room with black curtains. That yeah. is a huge story. Uh, yeah, Netflix Ginger Baker story. It's it's a crazy documentary. I almost don't want to show it to you now. <laughs> he's, he's such a bastard. He is. Really, wow. the, the reason for the word bastard is him. Yeah. Like uh, unbelievable. Say. Oh my god. Well, yeah. So I mean, how did that conversation end? You just kind of uh, walked it, away. It, yeah, it was just like, wow, that was actually Eric Clapton that told me that, and I'm like, yeah, mom, that was Eric Clapton. Wow. Oh my god. Yeah, and then she puts it all together like, oh, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> I could say a few things right now that would be really, really... <laughs> no regrets, no regrets. Really non-PC. Only edits. <laughs> well then, yeah, I get why you jumped out the window. <laughs> oh, man. Right. Jeez. Oh, dude. Oh. <laughs> We're having an intervention here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Heather, what do you got? I, I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I can't top that story. I don't know how to follow that. Poor Dave is struggling <laughs> over there. <laughs> right. Oh, boy. Yeah. Moving on. So, <laughs> so Jane's addiction. <laughs> oh, my God. So, uh, are they having a new album? Are they working on one? Or is it over? I What's don't going know. On? Um, I just know they're playing. You know, they did that run of shows where they played Nothing Shocking in its entirety. And right, right. Just bringing cover, that cover. Back. What are we yeah. going to hear? We're going to hear Nothing Shocking oh on gosh. Friday. Yeah. yeah. The whole thing. That's incredible. Uh, is there an opening act? Failure. Failure. She doesn't know about failure. They're I don't know about failure. Explain. Don't know about failure. No, I don't know. Original space. Rock. Hey, I live in the nineties. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. We'll pull you out. That's why you guys well, are here 90s, to pull me out. No, right. they were in the nineties. Early space rock. I mean, Troy Van Loon from Perfect Circle was oh, joined wow. the band later on in the later stages. He's not on the tour with them right now because Queens and Stone Age, obviously, and other projects. But um, failure is one of the seminal mid late or. Er, 90s space rock bands that kind of just captured that sound and other bands like Cave In and oh, yeah. Converge and a lot of the Hydrahead bands mm-hmm. have bitten that style and, and uh, you know love it and you know obviously Absolutely. go out of their way to give failure credit and the credit that's you know de- well deserved I mean so to be able to see failure you guys are lucky I don't know how <laughs> I'm missing them I just missed them in Milwaukee the oh night, man so how did we miss over. this like completely though that's that's weird I, that we would miss a band completely I'm pretty oblivious usually oh. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't even know how I make it through a day anymore <laughs> right, I really am boring. stuck in the 90s yeah, that's nothing wrong all these cell phones and stuff uh, just like, yeah. fangled ways of listening to no, music I'm carrying a note. I carry a notebook around no one does that um, no I do I, yeah, I post it I'm post it king I uh, post it okay. everywhere and I, then I don't find them um, so <laughs> failure okay so the 90s you said Van Leeuwen from Perfect Circle Perfect Circle and then joining Josh which I've seen Queen, several times Queens of Stone Age okay so Inter- yeah, wow that's a good band yeah alright so we gotta get there early I guess yeah you oh, definitely yeah, have to see failure you yeah. will be doing yourself a 
serious injustice. Be a failure. Yeah, you'd be a failure. <laughs> He'd be a failure if you missed her. Epic. Hashtag epic uh, failures. Now, Dave, you, you had connections with the band Trouble you were telling me about. Yeah. Um, um, I saw them back in the day. This goes back to the mid-90s, early 90s. Uh, they used to play in the basement where Pantera used to play all the time. Yep. Trouble. They were known almost as a Christian metal yeah, band, but they kind of weren't. I yeah. mean, um, So is it the same four guys? No. I, I know that it's a different singer now with Trouble. Um, my buddy Mike Smith um, basically does a lot of work with Eric, Eric Wagner, who's the original singer of Trouble. And then with his new band, Blackfinger. Um, there's a lot of promotion with him out of Wisconsin. Yeah, a lot of noise about Blackfinger. Yeah. I've noticed. So, he's doing a lot of that and working with bands like Spillage and Brimstone Coven and... You have too much in your head, man. I don't know how yeah, you do this. I, I need uh, uh, yeah. a notebook. <laughs> I need several notebooks. <laughs> Alright, let, let's ask... I'm gonna ask you guys, uh, okay, CDs versus cassettes versus vinyl, um... Do you still buy them? Um, do you buy them for the, only the bands you love? Um, or will you buy them? I mean, if they're always available, are you going to go out and buy them? Or are you all about downloading? I I don't download music, but I, I only buy vinyl from, like, my top out. Like, my favorite albums, I'll buy vinyl. That's how I am, too. I prefer... Yeah, yeah vinyl's I awesome. Pers- yeah. Cassettes, I buy, like, more for local bands and stuff that happen. Yeah. I buy cassettes. Yeah, exactly. I still buy CDs all the time. CDs, yeah, I know. Anytime, but I'm noticing like it's just getting. You go to Best Buy, and I hate Best Buy, but it gets thinner and thinner and thinner. There's like you can't even find what you want anymore. No, it's, you yeah. can't order it. There, yeah. Kids look at you like I don't know what you're talking about. I and avoid the big box retailers and just go straight to like yeah. If you go know. to your local record yeah. store and support. We it. have so many around here. It's like. You got yeah. You have to go to those. Dave's yeah. Music Mind. You, yeah. you should have taken him to that. I one. need to take him to the attic. The I don't attic. We have time though. Yes. Yep. Yes. We could we could probably go there we tomorrow before it. I drop off. Yeah. And now you, you notice though. bands too. They have to put a DVD in with the CD and possibly a T-shirt too in the packaging. That's yep. the new and thing. And the, digi- the digital download as well. It's like wow, on top of it, and it's yeah. still like under fifteen dollars. They they can't be making any money off of no. that. No. no. <laughs> I don't know where you guys stand with that, but I, I, it's depressing. Merch tour. That's the only way to make any money. Yeah. Yeah. Buy buy. Yeah, you're right. Buy CDs, buy the shirts when you go to the shows. Because yep. that goes to the bands. That's Directly. why they make their money. Yeah, do you see that a lot with the bands you... Oh, definitely. You, they they I mean, do make money. Absolutely. Off that. That's the only way you make money. I mm. mean, there's there's no real way to make money anymore. At, this, at, at least at this juncture, with, with Spotify the way it is, and you're not getting any kind of residuals from that or just pennies on the dots. You're right. Ridiculous. Spotify's terrible. It's a joke. Yeah, I don't but like I mean, I, we use it when you can. Just, hey, I need to show you this music. It's really convenient for that, but... At the same time, it's just like, well, it's it's more for exposure. I mean, mm-hmm. and isn't yeah. that the point? Yeah, I like Reverb Nation because I think the bands. Uh, is it Re- Reverb? No, it's a uh, band. Bandcamp. Bandcamp above Reverb. The, yeah. band, the bands. Day. I talked to Heather Nations. about that many times. The bands get the money. Yeah, exactly. That's what's important? Bandcamp immediately you get the money. Reverb Nation. They want you to sign up for a million different things and blah blah blah. It's just a joke. Sorry. I, I mean, I'm. I'm we're on. Reverb Nation, but yeah. we don't see anything from that. They see all of it, so it's just, it's silly. I bought glowworms on Band Nation, uh, Band, just so you know. Yeah. Band, did I say Band Nation? Bandcamp. 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 Yeah, 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 we have one. Yeah. yeah, I bought it. Yeah, I definitely did. And I tell people all the time. So, and that's glowworms with two W's, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. And uh, how do they find you? As far as glowworms.bandcamp.com. Bandcamp. Or our email address is um, glowwormspgh at gmail. You cool. always check that for like shows and stuff. And do you have any, anything else you want people to know about, like right now? No. No, you got nothing. Yeah, now you're gonna be at James Addiction. Oh my gosh! Yes. Yeah, twice. I, I'm looking forward to this it. This is like my twelfth time seeing them. Twelfth. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Probably in the same amount of years <laughs> for her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and granted, you know what's funny about that, and this is interesting, especially for you, Heather and Dave, will understand this. Um, I never thought I'd see James Addiction because when they were done, uh-huh. I mean, it, it I was yeah. like I, flames, never. like yep. they were done, that like Nirvana yeah. done. Yep. No, not quite that done, but yeah, we. Well, I had tickets for Nirvana. And, uh, a week before he, he did that, but um, but Jane's and Ministry both two of my favorites. I never thought I'd see them, and now they're both going strong as hell. Oh yeah, Ministry just killed it in Milwaukee oh, a couple gosh. of weeks ago, or what have you. They did the Ohio thing. Um, yeah, it's a rock on the range. Yeah, I want to say Ministry was there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, Jane's just like 
on top of the world as far as I mean, they that's a powerhouse what they do in Chicago. You, know, you heard mm-hmm. the, how much it costs to go and stay. Would yeah. you, do you find yourself ever doing that? It's like you gotta stay in a hotel for like three. I'm not into days. the big festivals. I, I don't. Do you can't smaller get close. Big, yeah. yeah, I don't like. It's not worth it to it's me. It's not worth it anymore. Yeah, no, I'm I mean, with maybe you on if that. I was 16, 17 years old, but that's twenty thousand people. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's always Grant the worst Park crowd Park. too. Yes, like, it is. Yes, it is. I don't want to be around a thousand drunk people. I'm trying to hear music. With you on that, and they're not there for the band you're there for. Yeah, exactly. They're just in your way. Exactly. Yep. But I did see down recently too that they are still amazing yeah pepper's not bobby from honky's playing with them now right yep. yeah he was amazing yep. and i hear pepper is back, pepper's back with, with coc thank god yeah are we I gonna mean, see another volume dealer yes or? we are I, really I'm talking to Woody. i gotta get you into that Heather. Talking to volume Woody. dealer is one of the most amazing albums that you may have missed i, I mean i'm dealer is a great record i mean deliverance but think about her being alice in chains fan like that coming around like where the whole I'd album say volume do you, yeah definitely or the whole the whole record just sleeping martyr right and all this some amazing oh, yeah, music on that. Wise Blood, though, I mean... Wise Blood so, is amazing. I mean, that's a fantastic... You can't go wrong with COC, no, you unless you don't like the hardcore unless, earlier yeah, years, which I do like. I, like um, I need to give her a volume dealer, because I think that's one that doesn't leave your CD player once you put it in. Right. It's just that amazing. Right. And yeah. then the live volume, the, the, the DVD that came You're getting it before you leave today. Okay. Yeah, and then you'll thank me. I Trust right. him if you don't trust yeah, me. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and, yeah, I just saw photos from, from Woody Weatherman. They were over in... I think they're in Europe, Milan, somewhere... And yeah, I, I was like, "Is that Pepper?" Yep, he's back with him. So, so great. Oh, so, all right, that's so valid. it's official. I was like, "That is Pepper." He's validation. Thank you. He's doing vocals again. Mike can do a great job on vocals, but yeah. and that what was it? Nine. I want to say the last record was. Yeah. You know, I missed the last Mike. one. It's actually fantastic. I still listen to Volume Dealer, so it's just like okay. So it's good to know that there's another one, a follow up that's even better or close. In the name of what was the, the last one? Mm, I uh, can't think of it now. Yeah. <laughs> but that one, was, that one was pretty good. With I can't remember who was drumming on that book. I'm just so glad that they're back. Um, yeah. So yeah, I saw Down with um, Black Label, which was amazing. Always okay. amazing. So um, let's see. Oh, I had another question for you guys, but now I can't think of it. But all right. Well, how about you? You want to plug bands um, and where to find some Venomous Maximus? Venomous Maximus. What's that? Buddies from Houston. Um, they were on tour with Down. Um, last year, around this time, um, Shadow Kingdom Records, great dudes from Houston, super heavy. Okay. Um, but the twinge of, um, I want to say they sound a little bit like, uh, a little bit like the sword, but more, not King, they almost have like a King Diamond, good King Diamond, um, as far as music, the music, music structure, but it's just, it's, it's unique on like any, hmm. It, uh, yeah, I might I need know. to play some of that. Well, now, what about you? Do you have any stuff you want to plug? Uh, do you have Flying Medusa available? Um, Flying Medusa stuff is is kind of, at the moment, we're just wrapping up a okay. few just rough demo stuff and just going to be putting it out on Bandcamp in the next month. Okay. So I just need to go over and remix a few things. and Sounds good. That kind of stuff. So Well, I love that Dave was in the studio finally with us. Yeah. Yeah, so much Someday better than Someday we're going to have a band together. I, oh, yeah. yeah, the jamming. You guys got together. You had to have jammed a little bit. Yep. Just a little bit, yeah. Just I only have bit. the one amp at my place, but yeah. Wish I'd known. What's I, happening? I have an extra amp. I, I could have given you guys. Uh, that's a shame. But yeah, well, what did you, you didn't record anything. Just We'll pull it out of our back pockets. We have stuff recorded, yeah. so... It'll be good. We have ideas. Have a yeah. guest uh, rhythm guitarist with uh, Glowworm someday. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> or another drummer. Right another drummer. Yeah. That'd be, yeah. Right. Oh, that'd be fun. Ministry. You're going back to like mine is a terrible thing to taste. Uh, days. Yeah. Oh my god, that'd be funny. Yeah. I could see that happening. I don't know. That'd be right. You guys are heavy enough for two drummers, right? Definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. This was cool, dudes. I love talking music with you guys, of course. And we'll have to do this again sometime. Definitely. All right. And uh, until then, uh, what do you got, Heather? You got anything else? In the white room <laughs> with oh. black curtains <laughs> at the stage. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wrap.
forget um if you're in the pittsburgh area july 15th um the tiki lounge south side carson street um i have a book signing there for dwelling in the dark todd cheat from the cheats will be djing punk and rock and roll yeah. from eight <laughs> from eight till two in the morning uh, apparently there's free mac and cheese after 10 oh <laughs> you know about that no I, I really wish you guys could go. I, hey, I'll be there. I'm really I'll be excited. there no matter what. Miss, I don't know what time, but I'll be there. Well, thank you, Heather. I appreciate I'll be there. that. And, and Dave, I, know I probably would have stayed longer. Uh, well, we can't we can't get you back here next week, huh? Can we? You could just miss <laughs> your bus kidnapped. and just yeah. stay here. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Who knows? Free mac and cheese, punk rock, and exactly. uh, horror novel. Can't beat know. that. Well, well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, hopefully, I can fill the place up because then they'll ask me back. But yeah, that's the Tiki Lounge on uh, July fifteenth. It is a Wednesday at eight o'clock. For you working class folks, it, you can leave at 10, you can do whatever you want to do. Uh, but yeah, it goes till 2 in the morning, so. And they put little plastic mermaids in your drinks. Is that right? Yeah. Do they really? Yeah. Do you have to pay extra for that? No, they're little trinkets they put in with like little monkeys. Yeah, you're a regular there, right? You go there for- I um, used to go to Rock and Roll Bingo a lot. Yeah. Well, hey, Michelle Schubert, who is the manager there, is awesome. So, yeah, I, I, have you met her yet? No. You may so. have and didn't know it. But yeah, I, she loves she loves that rock and roll night. I know that uh, the rock and roll trivia night or bingo. You said bingo. bingo. Yeah. How do they do that? Um, they just play like rock and roll music, and it's just like bingo. Like we have the do- daubers, and you get like concert tickets and like free oh. drink things. I always give my free drink cards away. Cause I'm really <laughs> stuff, but. Yeah, such a drunk. Yeah, it, it, yeah. <laughs> there might be a few people so. that night uh, that you can give them to. Uh, I'm sure of it. But, yeah, well, I, just thanks for listening, folks, and I uh, hope to see you there next week. Wow, it's next week already. Jeez. Oh, but, yeah, i got to fill this place up. So thanks again. And, uh, Heather, I guess we'll see you there. Dave, next time. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> he I'm may not, still not, be here. He likes Pittsburgh. He might. Like he Pittsburgh. likes Pittsburgh. It, it has a charm all its own. It does. It does. It really Plus, does. We're, we're just so charming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I may be able to be talked into it. Thanks again, folks.
Cast. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage, behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for the, the Candle, Candle Power, Power Hour. Hour. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, is that the No, that's just my dad. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big home. On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid. Electric acid. 